Welcome to Fano Marama New Zealand International Film Festival podcast series for 2020. This podcast is a recording of a Q&A following the world premiere screening of Rurangi at ASB Waterfront Theatre in Auckland on Sunday 26th July. The cast and crew of Rurangi are in conversation with Vicky Ho. So I want to introduce the team of Rurangi. So I believe you've met Cole. Yes. And we have Arlo Green. And, and we have Afina Rose Henare Ashby. Give it up for Els Karad. And the director of Rulangi, Max Curry. Okay, so as I was doing my research, um, I went on your website, and on your website, the hashtag is by us and about us. And I wanted to ask um, about creating this project with the trans community and how collaborative it was with the cast and writing, director, with the whole community. Okay, so I'm speaking as a cis ally, just getting things warmed up. You can hear me okay? Um, so, you know, one of the really fundamentally different things about Rurangi is that we had Colme as a trans voice at the center of the show. Um, and so, you know, that means, you know, he's credited as the series writer for good reason. He's credited as co-producer. Um, and at all uh, levels, we created our own network, essentially, having like five intersectional um, gender diverse people um, looking at early drafts, at scripts, at the cut. So, you know, we just designed a structure in the way that we made this that ensured that trans voices were at the center of the show, that they had creative power. Um, we had a paid internship program, which, you know, Craig Gainsborough fought really hard for. Um, Craig's the producer. And the reason that's, I mean, one of the reasons that we're so proud of it is that, that not only did it usher in all this amazing new talent into our screen industry, um, but they, were paid and they were paid well, thanks to the New Zealand Film Commission. And what that means is, is you know, our interns, right from the start in this industry, which is so often an economy of favours, um, knew their worth from the beginning. They were validated, you know, right from the time they had their, their first foot in the door. And, you know, it's our hope that, you know, as they've proven so well, they would go on to flourish and know their worth in an industry that, you know, you know doesn't always respect that. So, you know, that's a huge achievement having gender diverse voices at, with power and at the center of the show. How's that for a warm up? Okay. Um, yeah, by us and about us it was crucial um, to this whole project and, and it was something which I wasn't gonna go into a project um, unless that was the case from the beginning. And so it's, yeah. Um, because we're just so sick, fucking sick, honestly, of crap trans representation out there. Um, and it's absolutely got to do with the fact that we're just not, our voices are not being recognized as being authorities on our own existence. Um, and so, yeah, so this was, you know, maybe I was quite, maybe I was quite, um, I can't think of the word, um, stubborn 
from the beginning about what I was not wanting to see any more of, thank you very much, and what I absolutely wanted to see more of. And um, someone kind of, I think they were thought that they were criticizing when they were like, oh, Rudangi reads a little bit like trans wish fulfillment. And I was like, it's about fucking time. <laughs> Where's my two more? Um, yeah, because it was. I wanted to see a complex, three-dimensional, um, successful, loved, with friends and a job and, you know, being a badass and also fucking up and being a bit of a jerk and all those things which are part of human experience. And I wanted to see my community um, who had never got to really see what I was seeing around me on screen. And I know the power that seeing yourself on screen can have when there isn't anything out there um, or, or it's horrible. And it makes you, know, you feel like, am I here? Should I be here? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's my dream and I, I hope tonight's sort of been the beginning of that is that trans people will see themselves on screen and, yeah, know that they're worthy. <laughs> Um, how long was the development process, and when did you guys all come on board? Guess that one's me. <laughs> no, I couldn't do that one. Um, I came on board um, very, very near the beginning. Not quite the beginning, but the very near the beginning. Um, and, gosh, it's been multiple years now. Yeah. Yeah. Max was the next one, though, but of course, he's way down there, so. <laughs> yeah, I think I've been on the project for about three years now. It's been a real uh, labor of love. And then, you know, our amazing cast, you know, came on when we were casting, Kate McGill's in the audience somewhere. And yeah, oh my God, what a beautiful job. Uh, she did, like, you know, finding this incredible cast and uh, especially finding Al's carrot because, you know, um, what a unicorn, right? Like, if we didn't find this guy, the show just didn't happen. I wanted to see if uh, any of you wanted to say something before I open it up. I had just had my baby uh, <laughs> and um, I remember my sister was out in the, uh, in the, in the waiting room. She was, like, push, pushing the pram like this. Um, yeah, we, I, I started then, and um, my baby is now two. And, yeah, there was a bit of a process. So the first um, audition I, I went um, was with, with Kate. Um, and we, we did the script. And then the second time um, I came and auditioned um, with Al's. And um, we tried a lot of different things. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, and then here I am. <laughs> uh, one of the interesting things about Afina, one of the many interesting things, is that Te Reo Māori is her first language. And I think it was like a real like, topsy-turvy take on things that uh, she had to play a character 
you know, who, like, we had to find this, like, lack of confidence and this kind of shame around language. And actually, you were the one, like, just nailing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that was, that was, um, it was, <laughs> that was, it was very interesting um, trying to um, figure out how to uh, n- not know my pepeha. So, um, yeah, no, it was it was um, very, and oh, when I'd walk into the house and you know there'd be um, uh, there'd be words. Oh, some of them were wrong, so I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, that, 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 that's not the word. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was um, yeah, it was yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Okay, I I want I know the questions. Are there questions in the audience? There's, there are microphones around, so if you put your hand up, we could get a microphone to you. Don't be shy. There's one up over. The, are there microphones up on the level, on the second level? When season two? Such a good question. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what a question. Um, uh, that connection is important and um, making sure that everyone feels safe and supported is important. Um, there's so many lessons. That's like two already. Um, shucks, what a, that's a hard question. Um, just that, yeah, connection is the most important thing and people are the most important thing. Um, and that um, love is the drive behind Rurangi, and look, look what we've got from from that drive of love. Woo! Yeah. Um. No, you can. It's an order. Um, Max actually said something really beautiful. Do you want to say it about the fairy tale line? Oh, yeah, um, it shouldn't be, uh, telling your kids you love them shouldn't be a fairy tale. And, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, really sums it up for me. Um, I don't know what I learned. Uh, I guess the trust, I guess, um, if you trust everybody around you, you know what you're doing makes sense and is worth it. Um, yeah, not a very trusting person naturally, so trusting everybody was a challenge. But I trust you all now. Um, yeah. Shot, Uh, the question was uh, whether the project, the story was completed before all the actors came on board. This is like, <laughs> this is like awkward introverts like pass the parcel. <laughs> um, the story absolutely kept evolving, um, and I don't feel like it could have been done any other way. Um, When we first got, or when we got to the point where we were casting, 
um, it had been written in a way that uh, was very wide open as far as um, the ethnicity of the actor that we cast because, um, you know, this is quite a hard story to act and we just didn't really know particularly what was out there as far as the talent. Um, turns out the answer is a lot. Um, and so then, you know, when we cast, um, or when we saw Els and was just like, yep, that's Gaz. Um, and so, you know, once we had that piece in place, it was a case of going back and looking at the character and looking at his family connections and looking at um, his history and his place in society and, you know, all of these things like that and um, reconsidering them from the lens of Kaz as, you know, as Māori. And then, you know, the family stuff and casting Gerald and, yeah. And, I mean, secretly, I'd said from the very beginning that I was like, I really want to go. I really hope that we can cast Kaz as, like, Māori or person of colour, um, but who knows. Um, so, yeah, that was a good job. And then when the actors were cast, I mean, one of the great ways about the way that we worked was, like, the actors themselves brought all these incredible offers, like, just a couple of examples. You know the scene where Jim is, like, talking to Kaz about, like, not being gay, and he's, like, knocking this bell off. And, like, that was, that was Arlo. It was like, oh, I've got this idea. Like, maybe I'm going to do something with the bell. And it's like, you know, so in terms of, like, you know, things evolving, you know, the, the actors brought, like, all this richness. Afina, you know, actually took me aside at one point and was like, because it was an iteration of the script where it was like, uh, Ana just, like, comes out of nowhere with this, like, badass pepeha and, like, like, if she doesn't know any te reo Māori, like, you know, how is she going to do that? And I was like, fuck, like, good question. Okay, like, and so, you know, we evolved this idea of, like, okay, like, you know, th there's this um, lack of confidence around actually speaking it with other people. She's really book smart. Um, what if when she wakes up in the morning, you know, when there's no one around, you know, she does her pepeha and, you know, all these, like, and I mean, Al's was like just, you know, it's all, I mean, he's in every scene, you know, he's full of so many offers. And that was like one of the cool things about the way that we worked. And, you know, the, the trust Cole put on all of us was that, you know, we just got to bring all this talent to every scene and, you know, like create space for it. Um, so, you know, that, that evolution that's always like going on, you know, is, is partly why you know, some of those scenes are so strong is because of all the ideas that these people and some of the like the amazing cast you aren't up here tonight, you know, brought to the table. Yeah, I just wanted to add to that. <coughs> um, so Kirk Torrance plays <laughs> um, Kaz Davis's dad and he's very brown and I'm very not brown. Um, and we've got the same eyes, but, you know, that's about it. But um I really love that. I mean, there's a theme within Rurangi where there's that shame around fluency of te reo, but also, you know, if you're like me, who's part Māori and, and you don't look at there's a shame around not being brown enough also. And I just think that bringing that into Rurangi was really, really cool. And I think if, you, if you're Māori or whatever and, and you don't look at it, I think you should really embrace it and never be ashamed of it. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really love that. And thank you, Cole, for making that happen, oh, and Max. I just, I think it's really important. Chair. Sure. <laughs> no, oh, 
Oh, we're here. Great. Um, uh, first of all, thank you for sharing that with us. That was really special. Um, I saw in the credits that it said there was a kindness officer on set, and I just wanted to ask how that fed into the um, culture of the set, because that's something I really loved to see. You may have also seen that the name after kindness officer was my name. Um, <laughs> um, that was kind of... Um, I guess it was an idea that I had, and it sort of came out of the fact of wanting to continue this sense of supporting um, the trans people that were involved, um, because so often I've seen that be the case that, you know, you know I'm going to go, oh, Hollywood does this, but, you know, we'll just use them as the scapegoats for now. But um, <laughs> that this idea that, okay, like, we've written this trans character, so give us some pats for that, yay. Like, next step is, like, we've written a trans character and we actually cast a trans person in it. It's like, whoa-hoa. <laughs> um, and, you know, and then the next kind of thing after that, you know, but they, it sort of stops at that point and you kind of, there isn't the consideration of, like, well, if you're bringing, you know, a trans actor onto set, like, there are a lot of, like, safety, respect, like... Um, you know, all these kind of considerations that need to be there as well. And I've been in a situation as an actor and I've been in a situation as someone who was asked to source actors that were trans um, where I didn't feel safe being there as an actor or I didn't feel comfortable, like, telling my friends or telling, you know, my community members hey, come and be part of this project, like, you know, we're casting trans, um, trans actors and stuff like that, if I couldn't guarantee that they were going to be safe and respected. Um, and so that was very much from the beginning was a case of that there needed to be all those other things as well around um, the set and things like um, involving trans people in wardrobe discussions about what do you feel comfortable wearing, like, you know what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad, anything to avoid, you know, things around consent stuff. Um, so many, like, so many different things. But that, what I'm getting to is the idea that um, having a person on set that was specifically there, um, if you needed to come for anything, emotional, mental health, physical health, you know, any of these kind of things like that, to basically just be there as, you know, their person. Um, but, you know, as is, you know, usually the case is actually what's good for the most marginalised in a space is actually also pretty good for everyone else too. <laughs> um, and so as it turned out that the people that actually used the kindness officer the most were the cis people and actually the trans people were pretty all right about it all in general. <laughs> And I was worked off my feet <laughs> being the kindness officer. <laughs> um, hey, but that I mean, it shows that every like, we all need some fucking kindness. <laughs> so be be kindness officers. Thank you. 
I mean, I've only ever made films, and you know, the, the cinematographer that I wanted to work with, who was from Germany, it was this enormous battle getting him over here, has only ever shot films. Um, and yeah, I mean, it needed to work on both. I think Bro, and you know, our amazing editor is in the audience here, and um, when we're in the edit suite, she, you know, she would remind me, she'd be like, Max, like, people are gonna be watching this on their phones. Like, you know, you just can't, that big, like, wide shot, you know, isn't gonna translate so well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's enormously satisfying that we're the very first web series in, in history to be featured at the New Zealand International Film Festival. And, you know, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it means prestige. It's a recognition of, you know, um, just how far we've headed out of the park, starting with extremely low expectations and extremely low resources. And yeah, to like sit here in the audience with all of you um, tonight at the world premiere and like see like these amazing people on the big screen doing great work and just hear everyone like laughing and like gasping and crying is, I mean, there's just nothing like, you know, sharing something with a cinema. And especially I think when it's as important as this and it's just so plugged into the zeitgeist as Rurangi is right now to actually gather together in one of the few places in the world where we can actually do that at the moment and share this story and what we've accomplished is incredibly meaningful. And I just think, you know, in the wider context of what's going on in the world, it's an enormous privilege. So we have time for a couple more questions. I know there's one there, and then we'll have time for one more. And then, hey, I, I was wondering if there was a reason you chose Rurangi, not like, I don't know, Hanli or something. Like, is there a specific reason that um, that was where you chose to shoot? It was important that the story wasn't just about cares, um, that this was a story that didn't just center, like one, it didn't just center his transness, and that it didn't just center Kaz as a, as a person, um, but that it was about something larger than that. And um, so we did want to call it um, the name of a place. Um, but then we did quite a lot of consultation around the fact of did we choose a place that actually already existed, or did we create a fictional um, place, and kind of what that meant um, culturally and you know, lots and lots of kind of discussions around that sort of stuff. Um, and once we'd kind of reached the point where we were like, okay, we can create a fictional place, um, it became a case of, well, you know, what do we call this place? Um, and, you know, we wanted to give it a Māori place name. Um, and so another one of our consultants um, went away and kind of wrote us a big list of lots of different options as far as what kind of name we wanted. And then there was kind of mixed mixed um, votes on, on various different ones, but this one, I don't know, it always struck me as being very right because um, Rudangi means quake lights um, and it's a phenomenon of light in the sky that occurs after an earthquake. Um, and so this idea of something incredibly beautiful and incredibly 
ephemeral and indescribable coming from something so deeply unsettling um, and unstable just really felt like it resonated with the story. And I mean, resonated with trans journeys in, in general and, and, you know, difficult experiences of, of everyone in general. Um, yeah. Jack, that means so much. <laughs> um, yeah, just this idea that so many of us are, you know, being the lifeline for so many other people and needing a lifeline ourselves. And and I think, you know, and that is that duality of it is that, you know, for the very reasons that we have a strong community, you know, it's it's because we need a strong community. Um, and so, you know, we can't just rely on ourselves or we can't just rely on society to sort of keep, keep us up and keep us going, that there has to be, you know, this active and, uh, you know, very continuous sense of, of love and support um, and for each other. Um, and so that was, you know, what, I've, what I hope that I show is, you know, not shying away from the fucking shit awful stuff and like how hard 
you know, it is for us, but the fact that it doesn't just end there, which is normally where it is represented. Like, we end up being like, and everything's crap and horrible and sad and, whoa, sad. Um, you know, but actually, like, and that was, you know, that's part of my life. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but, you know, that's not all of it. And certainly, you know, not the case of what I was seeing with my friends and, and with my community is just the amount of love and the amount of caring and and support and generosity and, you know, and trust and respect and, you know, all of these amazing words, um, you know, are there too. And I wanted to see that and I wasn't seeing that. Um, and that's why as well, you know, it was so important to like, you know, as, as trans people watching media, we're hyper aware and hyper sensitive to feeling all these like different little cues from watching media about, you know, are we gonna be respected here? Are we gonna be treated like human beings here in, in this piece of media? And, you know, so we're really skeptical and we're, and we're really like feel those little, little things and stuff. And so I wanted to front load this, this piece with these messages of trans is beautiful, trans people, you know, have human rights, trans men are real men, trans women are real women, like, you know, like, gender diverse, uh, non-binary genders are real, like, so that it was a case of, like, you know, we get it, and we got you here, and you can keep watching, and you can, you know, keep trusting us and and know that you know to the best of our abilities we we want you to be safe and you deserve to be safe can i ask a question apologies to any of the audience if you're just about to ask a question but it's been like a long time since i've had these people that i love on stage and i just want to like hear from like some of our actors like the most challenging moment and like the most joyous moment for you like in this in this whole adventure like, hello, you ready? <laughs> um, uh, I just think I'm the luckiest person in the world because your words are a pleasure to say. Like, they're genius. Max, you're a very genius guy. You're very handsome too, but <laughs> mainly, the geni mainly the genius thing. I, uh, Afina was my roommate when we stayed out there. Um, and I think I annoyed you a lot, but <laughs> she she kept me sane. Uh, I, I tend to go crazy as an actor, and she kept me grounded and filled and me with some... And dietary requirements, too. And, and dietary requirements. Oh, man, we ate, like, vegetables the whole time. It was staying, like... Actually, no, we went for, like, a drive to McDonald's once, and it was shut because it shuts at, like, really 10 naughty. in the middle of nowhere. But, um, yeah, you kept me really grounded. Thank you for that. And Owls has to be the best actor I have ever seen with my own fucking eyes. Honestly. Honestly. I think we're all gonna talk about this one day and be like, oh, actually, I sat in the same room as that guy. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, remember this moment. Because you're, you're, yeah, you're the best. This is our friendship. Like Kaz and, and Anahita's friendship and ours and Afina's friendship. Now you go, now you go, now you go. Um, 
Uh, yeah, those are two hard questions because this whole thing has been both a challenge and a pleasure. I mean, this is my first ever role, so it's just like first, first, first everything. This is like I've lost my acting virginity to, to the show and, and I couldn't be happier. Um, and, and thank you, Arlo, for your words, but I'm just surrounded by professionals. I mean, what we saw here tonight, I mean, just shows. Um, and this is the second time I've seen it. And the first time I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good for your first go out. Um, and, and now watching it back again, I'm just like, I see the difference. And I just, yeah, I'm so proud of you, both of you. Like, and, and they just continue to, you know, support me. They supported me on set and they continue to support me off set. Um, and I just, I just love the relationships, the friendships that have come out of this. Um, so thank you. Thank you both. I love you guys. And your turn now. I think so. My um, the bit that I that I thought was quite hard, and I think <laughs> these guys know. Um, so when we were shooting, um, we had uh, we had a thing that came through to say what scene we'll be doing for the day. Well, you know, we got the email, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the scene we're doing. So we'll all, you know start learning our lines. Well, the day came, and they were like, oh, we're not doing that scene. And I was like, well, what, what, what scene are we doing? <laughs> so we ended up doing the scene where I'm driving in the car to saying what's happening. And I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> and Max is sitting at the back going, the ballot, the ballot, do it again, do it again. And I'm driving, I'm going, I don't know, I don't know can we just stop for a second? <laughs> but we got there in the end. Uh, <laughs> I think what the highlight of this is um, getting to know some real cool ass people, and um, and and making really tight, cool ass friendships. Um, we ran out of time, but I know that Max have one last thing to say, and whatever you might be able to follow up. Yeah, so um, Rurang is extremely fortunate to have a pat patron saint. Um, his name is Adrian Burr, and uh, courtesy of Adrian Burr tonight, woo! Um, you're all invited. Every single person in the audience is invited to step outside and have a glass of champagne with us, which is rather lovely. So let's go do that. Yeah. Thank you for staying for the Q&A, and thank, you, thank you to the cast and crew of Rurangi.